You are now tuning in to Lex and RDDC Broadcast Station, serving up on the double doses for us all. Welcome, everybody, back to the Real Double Dose channel. This is your host, Lex, coming to you straight from the heart where the talk is real and the vibe is always live. Thank you for tuning on here with us again, because here, serving a slice of everyday life is what RDDC is all about. For any show requests, feedback, or anything under the sun that you can think of, get a hold of us at Real Double Dose channel at yandex.com. That's Y-A-N-D-E-X.com. And as well as you know it better than anyone, Real Double Dose channel.blogspot.com. You can find out all the insights and so much more and the about me section with the links to our books and etc and etc and the wonderful guest experts we have on there that are going to be posted permanently and if you haven't signed up for any travel giveaways which i know quite a bit of you have make sure you do that as well as our free gift card giveaways like you have been we just want to show our love and thanking and if you're tuning in to another station that we're on just remember you can find those again at TuneIn, stitcher radio spreaker.com blueberry.com spotify.com as well as iheart itunes radio or itunes and then you can go to soundcloud deezer google cast and so much more those links will be at soundcloud and the blog spot as well but without further ado i want to have this wonderful spotlight with our wonderful guest expert amy bernstein so amy bernstein is president of open mind adventures she is a senior level change accelerator specializing in breakthrough coaching collaborative teams and cultures and mindfulness in action training she is a psychotherapist keynote speaker and thought leader in the area of stress reduction which we all need yes in her book stress less achieve more simple ways to turn pressure into a positive force in your life which is amazing can't wait to hear it guides um, busy leaders and their teams how to use pressure as well as those in their everyday life the energy of change to develop self-mastery well-being and high performance that's one thing that we're excited and just chomping at the bit for so without further ado how are you doing amy thank you for coming on here with us Oh, thank you so much for having me. Yes, I mean, this this whole feeling of being able to have the stress relief of having you on here has been really <laughs> stress. <laughs> it's been relieving. It's been relieving, to say the least. It's as simple as that, huh? Yeah, it's just, I was kind of like, you know, when you know someone specializes in it, you're kind of like, okay, they understand me. That's probably where I get my jitteriness you know or that feeling and people are like is it coffee no it's me like it's just me <laughs> sorry so I mean at the end of the day like I mean as far as that goes what made you get your focal point on to just you know understanding how people have dealt with stress and so many things that affect them in their lives yeah I guess it started when I was about seven and um, I developed petite mole oh. petite mole is a form of epilepsy and I grew out of it, you know, a few years later, like when I was 11 or 12 or something like that. But during that time, whenever there'd be too much pressure, whether it was emotional pressure, like listening to my parents argue, or um, physical pressure, like being on the tennis court, I would faint and have a seizure. Oh, so wow. in those days, you know, all they said to my parents, or at least what my parents said to me, because I was a kid... Yeah. was, oh, you have the brain cells. Okay. So, you know, over the years, I, I, didn't, I didn't have seizures anymore, but I would get dizzy. I'd be in my head a lot. And um, finally, when I was 24, I met a teacher, a master teacher, who taught Aikido. Aikido is a martial art of peace. 
Now, I did not, I was from New York City. I was not, I was a street kid. <laughs> I wasn't particularly interested in a martial arts, you know, yeah, that really. didn't draw me. But I had an experience with this guy that I couldn't explain. And um, basically, I was in, I was living in San Francisco at the time, and I went to a martial arts festival, and he was one of the presenters. And at the end of the day, everyone got together. Remember, this was uh, in the 70s, late 70s or so. And people got together, and we were chanting. And he saw me. He came into the room. He saw me. And he took my hand, and you know, we were all in a circle, and started chanting. Now, I was a musician at the time. I was a rock singer. Oh, wow. And, um, and I had a degree in music. So I was very attuned to sound. And he held my hand. He made the sound. And the sound seemed like it was going under the ground. Oh, wow. All the, it was like I was under the ground. Well, when the, muse, when the sound stopped, you know, I got to my regular state of consciousness and being from New York, I said, that never happened. <laughs> I don't know that stuff. <laughs> so it happened three times. And finally, I said to myself, look, I don't know really what happened. I know I experienced something. I know this guy knows something I don't. I'm going to go train with him. This fellow is named Robert Nadeau. He's an eighth Don Aikido master, and he studied with the founder of Aikido. Both of these guys were um, martial artists. So they weren't just looking to create a new martial art. Both of them were interested in how the human system aligns to the universal system. Oh. And the main thing, one of the main things that I got from Robert Nudeau was an understanding that I was not just a physical being, but that I was an energy being. Oh. Now, I know for listeners that's going to sound pretty woo-woo. However, Einstein said, it's all energy, that's all there is to it. And quantum physicists, say the same thing, that really this is an energy world, that the chair that you're sitting on, even though it seems solid, is actually particles and waves. Yeah. So he taught that we were, through Aikido, you know, because it wasn't just knowledge, it wasn't just information, it was knowledge. Knowledge is experiential. What he taught was how to open up your own energy system and how to align to that energy. He taught that pressure is actually the energy of change oh. and it comes into your system as a helper to help you do the job, whatever the job is. So if you're going to run a race, you're going to uh, you're going to interview someone, yeah. you're going to go out on a hot date, whatever it is, energy is going to come into your system to help you do the job. Now, if you close down to it and you resist it, you are going to feel discomfort, distress, and if you keep doing that as a pattern, disease. But if you open to it and welcome it and align to it, you're going to feel alive and joyful and have high performance. Oh, okay. So it's taught in inner map and embodied practices that use this energy pressure um, to actually not only enhance your well-being and your performance and your relationships and your creativity, but it shifts, it raises states of consciousness. And that was fascinating to me. So as I've gone through my career, you know, I've done a lot of team building and organizational change stuff and sexual harassment stuff and <laughs> lot, lots of things. But what really occurred a number of years ago 
was I saw that the world was changing and that we were going through an evolution and that everything was becoming disrupted. All the industries were becoming disrupted because of AI and digitization and globalization. And I realized that this was a time to take what I had learned from this fellow, mix it with psychology and neuroscience and meditation and best business practices and create my book. And since then, I've been doing this work at Colgate-Palmolive Company and Novartis Latin America, different big companies and nonprofits and, you know, uh, small groups and through coaching. And I just felt like it was really timely. Yeah, you know, I mean, honestly, it is timely because what you said about how everything was shifting and changing. Um, and I, I know from over, well, nearly about 200 uh, plus episodes that we've had, I was mentioning little things here and there about, um, to piggyback off of what you said, about how everything is constantly moving. Whether we can see it or not, it's shifting, it's vibrating. It's, you know, we think it's a solid energy and it's not if we look at one tree through a billion eyes it's a billion different trees it's not going to be one tree um but i i noticed here it was some of the things of the 21st century of course and i mean it could be some people call it a pandemic it could be the epidemic of it but what do you see as far as like the things and shifting as far as going on with people being so extremely stressed out these days for sure i should say that the u.s army war college calls these times VUCA. Volatile, uncertain, complex, and ambiguous. Wow. And as, as um, so the answers from the past that people had, like in business, they don't necessarily apply anymore. So people have to come up with new ways of doing things. So we're all creating and recreating as we go along. And what's occurred is that in organizations, you're going to, you have a lot of change initiatives. So as soon as you finish with one change initiative, there's another one. So people are expected to, um, to juggle a lot of priorities and demands and um, to uh, be available 24-7, kind of have the right answer. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, there's, there's no such thing as work-life balance anymore. Now we talk about work-life integration if people have it. But, um, uh, you know, most people are experiencing too big a load at work. And then they come home, and if they're married or have kids or whatever, they experience another load. And then just being in the world these days, um, whether it's climate change, whether it's the political uh, environment, whether it's, you know, disease, health, whether it's mental illness and the shootings that are going on, people are experiencing that kind of pressure and feeling it as stress mm. and taking it in as stress. Yeah, like the, the social media, the TV programs that we haven't caught up on. A page from my book, I always see to the point of where it's always, what do you mean you didn't see the latest video? Are you living in the Stone Age? Oh, what do you mean you didn't hear about this sitcom? Are, did you hear about LeBron James's medal? You know, and kudos to him. But I was just kind of like, I felt uh, like, you know, like you said, different lives of the stress. I'm like, we go out to the store and we go out to eat with our friends is a whole different us. Um, in some kind of aspect, we go with our family is a whole different layer. We go down to work is a whole different layer. And the norm seems to be if you're not looking busy to seem busy, 
busy and being busy, you're not really on very much. And then you go on social media and it's completely bombarded with, I'm like subscribed to 900 and some odd channels on YouTube. <laughs> Like, I get a chance to see maybe five minutes of it and I feel so overwhelmed. And it could be National Geographic, for example. And I'm just like, man, I have like 20,000 things to do. Nine, you know, email accounts, this and that. And then I just, I shut down and I feel like I get less, I have less accomplished um, from being so stressed out from the list that I put. And then I just kind of feel like it's just hopeless where I'm like on a hamster wheel. You know, so, I mean, do you feel that or do you see from a lot of people you've spoken to or the things you came across where digital, like you said, AI technology has taken them to a whole different level of being and living and understanding yeah. stress? It's, it's like technology is a great thing in many, many ways. Yeah. But we, the heart has not developed as fully as the technology has. So there's an imbalance right now. It's all about what's out there. Uh -huh. So whether it's, you know, the newest social media, whatever, or this celebrity had whatever, or, you know, it's all about out there, my priorities, my to-do list, my, and it's not about in here. Oh. Everything in the universe is a two-beat. The waves go in, the waves go out. Man, woman, day, night. That's the way of creation. Uh -huh. We are out of balance with creation because our attention's going out, our energy's going out, but the energy isn't coming back in to nourish and sustain us. That's why you need that kind of self-care. That's why you need an understanding of how to handle pressure so that you're not fighting. That's why you need to be really clear. It's like, you know, I mean, it's the old saying, from the point of view of your death, what is it that has meaning in your life? What do you really want people to say about you at that time when you're dying, when you're dead, you know? What yeah. do you really want to accomplish? That you have made X amount of friends on Facebook, big deal. That you, you know, that you have X amount of likes, that you have, that you know about what's going on out there. You know, well, it makes an interesting conversation, but it doesn't really do anything to nurture and sustain you. And I, that one of the biggest problems, what I'm seeing is because even people who do mindfulness practice, meditation practice, they don't do it as um, ongoing, many of them. You know, they dabble in it, or they do a three-minute or a five-minute. Now, three or five minutes is going to change your brainwave, so if that's what you're doing, hey, great. However, the amount that's going coming at you is so much greater, you need to put more in. You need to sustain yourself more. What I've noticed is that the problem is self-love. We're taught to love our neighbors, love our, t you know, love others, right? Our parents or teachers or churches or temples, whatever, told us that's a good person. But not that many people were taught to love themselves. You know, we're either taught to love others or we're taught the heck with everybody else because it's a tough world out there and you better get what's yours and forget about everybody else, you know? Mm, yeah. So, but that whole, but that thing of self-love, and I do not mean narcissism or entitlement or selfishness. I'm not talking about self with a small s, the ego. Getting a new dress feels great. Hey, good for you. I love getting a new dress. <laughs> but that's not what is going to sustain me. That thrill is gone really fast. It is. You know, getting a promotion at work. Hey, I'm a champ. I feel good. I understand. That's great. 
However, six months later, that's not going to sustain you when you're when you're sinking under the amount of new work that you have. <laughs> yeah. You know? So when I'm talking about S, essence, the big S is your essence. It's recognizing that you are unique in this world, that you are perfectly imperfect. And yes. That, that you are, and that you need to honor this life force in you and nurture and sustain it. That, you know what, that was so, I'm sorry, I was zinning with you right now. <laughs> I, was, I was in the Amy Bernstein zone. I mean, like, really, we should we should have, like, an amybernsteinzone.com. So, I mean, it's not out there, everyone who's listening yet, but, hey, it might be. We don't know about that. You know, you make me, I just, I resonate so much with it. And I felt, for a time, I was... It was an out of harmony feeling because I'm a, I want to practice what I preach and preach what I practice. But I remember on this movie that starred Monique and another one. It was called Fat Girls, P-H-A-T. It was like probably about maybe a decade ago. And I remember she was trying to go on this whole journey, not to focus it only on weight loss, but she was, oh, I want to be this and the world is this and I want to look like this. And he goes, well, that's not your body type. That's not that. And she goes, well, this girl. And he cuts her off and he goes, that girl is hopelessly insecure and incurably unhappy. And that quote just stuck with me. And I think about what you said. And, it, you know, from all the thousands of you or even more, I don't even know. It could At this point right now, statistically, it's millions at this point. But I'm saying from whoever's one equals one million who's listening, really resonating with this, really going to take this and all the downloads we see. Like we said before, there's thousands and thousands of downloads. Yes, that's amazing. We, we are happy and appreciative. But those who it's sticks with and moves it forward or can help someone else apply it to their journey as well as well as your own life and those really close to you and near your friends it helps a lot because I look at it where I was when I tell people I've only been alive for about five years they look at me like what do you mean you're five years old Lex really and I'm like no I really am I'm like I, I've had a whole another life before that but at the end of the day when I really went inside because I mean one of the books that I have coming out later on I'm obviously I wish I could disclose more but um it's it's about that whole journey of dying on a whole empathic spiritual understanding on a whole nother level from how I grew up knowing the word and that's still still just as you know profound but I was like oh man I was there the answers were always from within the answers were always from the love that I fell in love with myself like you said minus narcissism and you know that kind of ego where you're beating your chest kind of feeling that just lasts like a small little high I was feeling that and everything like coordinated perfectly and then I'm not saying because I traveled back to Minnesota but at the same time, I, I got into that busy world, that busy kind of, well, I can't meditate and go within and find the answers again because I'm sitting here trying to keep up with my own Kardashians and that's not even the key. So I, I, I felt that it like struck a chord in me and I'm like, that's what it is. I'm like, well, I don't have enough time to read two chapters out of this book and I don't have enough. And I'm like, oh my gosh, how far have I detached from it? And, and your book, it says in the book, stress less, achieve more, simple ways to turn pressure into a positive force in your life. Um, you differentiate between pressure and stress. So what is basically the difference between those two calibers? Yeah. Pressure is the energy of change. So, like I said before, as soon as you get up, if you're sitting in a chair and you go to stand up, you're going to get more energy coming into your system. You don't even notice it. Like an elderly person would notice it, right, who has a hard time standing up. Mm -hmm. But you don't even notice it. That's just the energy coming into your system to help you do the job. Mm. If you resist the energy, that's stress. Oh, okay. You want, you want your tires to have lots of... To have pressure in them 
But you don't want your tires to be stressed. No. They're not the same thing. That's deep. That's <laughs> super yeah. deep. Check it out this way. Check it out this way. Wow. My God. My, you okay. want to... You are a... I'm making this up. You're a 20-gallon person. You can handle 20 gallons of energy in your system. Uh-huh. And, you know, you function pretty well 20 gallons. Okay. Now... Here comes 50 gallons coming at you. Maybe it you're going through a transition in your life. Maybe you just got a divorce and you're, you know, you're getting ready for a new stage in your life. Maybe you have a big job at work you have to do or you just got promoted. Here comes 50 gallons. Now, if you hold yourself as a 20-gallon person, you're going to feel distressed uh-huh. and stressed. What you want to do is you want to become more spacious. You want to open up. You want to you want to be grounded. You want to let that energy in, but be grounded in it. It's like it's like if you're grounded in it. Imagine. Let me let me give you a metaphor. Okay. Say you go you go to Home Depot or Lowe's or one of those places. You buy a plant for ninety nine cents. You take the plant home and you repot it. And what happens is the roots begin to grow a little bit. And, you know, you start getting some stems. Okay, and after a while, you take the plant again and you repot it again. Bigger pot. Oh, now what happens is the roots grow even deeper, spread out more, you know, get thicker, the roots. And the stems come up and, oh, you got some buds. Oh, okay, now you take it and you plant it again. Okay, you repot it in a really big place. Okay, now what happens is this thing begins to flower, right? Uh-huh. The same thing is true with you. As you ground deeper, 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 as you become more spacious, once you have that ground, those roots, that you're really deep in there, you're connected to the ground, right? Uh-huh. You know, then what happens is you rebirth yourself into the next best version of yourself. See, what happens is when the energy comes into your system, you know, we go, ah! Right, someone cut you off on the, on the highway, <gasps> right? Uh-huh, the yeah. energy comes up. But we forget that everything is a two-beat. We forget to take that and settle it down. <sighs> yeah. And let it go down into our feet, into the earth, right? Mm-hmm. That's why mindfulness people say, pause, right? Somebody says something you don't like, something happens. Instead of just reacting, what you want to do is you want to pause. But I say one more. Don't just pause, settle your energy down. Once you can settle the energy down, then you start getting more spacious. Then the energy, or what we call key flow, begins to extend out. You begin to like radiate 360 like, like the sun. You can radiate 360 like the sun in the front of you, the sides of you, the back of you. Ooh, now you get, now you're bigger. You're a bigger container. That means you're more able, more capable to do that 50-gallon job. Does this make sense? Yeah. I mean, that's... I'm, I'm, I'm dro- you're dropping some jewels here right now. I'm like, oh, I'm putting this in my jewelry box right now. I mean, <laughs> I, I started looking at the pot. I started looking at the highway. I thought about myself. Just, yeah, it took me there. It took me to just... I had to look at myself behind the wheel, and I'm thinking, okay, okay, you got a couple more miles to the exit. I'm like, I just... I felt my whole shoulders tense up, and my whole hands yeah. clench the wheel, and I'm like... Where is this energy going? I mean, and I had to just leave it alone at that moment. I was still tense, even when I got to where I had to get to. My my demeanor changed. Yeah. Yeah. See, what you want to do is you want to go with gravity. What we do is when that energy comes on us, we fight it. 
ah, it comes up, just like what happened to you. That happens to everybody. Now, what you want to do is you want to settle it down. Ah, it's exhaling. And if you imagine it like Niagara Falls, going all the way down, you know? Mm-hmm. So, uh, so it's not about thinking about it or telling stories. That guy, that stupid guy who just <laughs> cut me off, blah, blah, blah. It always happens when I'm on the freeway at such and such time. Forget the stories. Just <gasps> round it. Round yeah. it. I, I was working with a CEO of an international um, construction company, Canadian company. And um, he would always be running from one meeting to the other. So what I said to him was, when you get out of your car, walk with elephant feet. Imagine you have big, wide, thick, heavy elephant feet. Now, if you think about elephants, you know, unless they're threatened or something, they walk very slowly. Mm -hmm. And their feet kind of, you always see them kind of in the mud or something, you know. Their feet kind of sink in because they're so heavy. Mm -hmm. Well, if you started walking that way, as if you had elephant feet, you would begin to ground your energy. So this guy started doing it. He wasn't late for meetings. It did slow him down a little bit. But he was present when he got to the meeting. He was more there. Oh. You know, it's, it's, I usually give people metaphors to work with because um, life is going so fast that you need to be able to click into something. So for people who are always so outwardly forward, what I say to them is to sense, feel your back, right? Uh-huh. Because the back has to be equal to the front in order to have a center. What center is in the body is that place between two halves, so say front and back. Okay, so now you want to sense, feel your back. Now, if you soften it and surrender your back, imagine, pretend there were like pillows back there, that you can just relax into it. Mm -hmm. Or imagine that you had angel wings, big, wide angel wings coming past your shoulders, past your physical body. What that would do if you really sensed it was it would give you a sense of your back and open up the field, bring your attention to the field in the back of you. When you had a sense of the back of you, just like the spine is the thing that gives structure to the body, the energy field in the back is the thing that nourishes and sustains you. You won't feel like you're losing yourself so much. You won't feel so pressured to do this and that and that and that and that. Because you have this back. You're backed up by something. You're not alone. You're not isolated. You have this back, yeah. this energy behind you that's just right there for you. Like a pillow of, a pillow of yeah. relief and safety. Yep. And- uh, any, any metaphor that works for you, clouds, pillows, your lover's arms... Anything that you feel you can just surrender into. Mm-hmm. And then when you walk, walk with that. Walk with that sense. Or feel almost like you had a dragon tail coming from your lower spine that was really heavy, dragon tail, iguana tail. And it was lying on the ground behind you. So you almost like had three legs, your two legs, and then this tail. <laughs> and if you actually played the game of sense feeling it, you would start feeling grounded. Yeah, absolutely. So then when things came your way, you wouldn't be thrown off. 
like a good, like a tree with a lot of roots. When the hurricane comes, it still stands. Yeah. But without the roots, the tree goes down. You need to have the same sense of root, same sense of being backed up by your own energy field. And that begins to sustain you. Yeah, the sustainability of being sustained. That's beautiful. That is absolutely just, ugh. Oh, I actually felt the pillows behind me right now. I felt them just kind of just holding me in my arms, you know. And I'm just going to say, yeah. that's why people were always asking me, well, Lex, why are you so into Twilight? Now, let me just tell them, the first one, just the first one, okay? The Twilight movie, when it came out, the Twilight Saga, I could not, I, it took me months to even, I'm like, I don't want to see this about some high school kids in love. But when I saw it, that's what I had to, you kind of explained that to me from people asking all these years. That's what it meant to me. There's some people that have it differently. Some might just be smelling a certain candle or looking at you know a, a leaf fall from a tree but between autumn and that that's how I felt I felt like I was literally dancing on clouds and that's the whole perspective because a lot of people say well get your you know get your 10 hours in or you're not eating enough vegetables enough fruits and that might be the case um, but they almost seem like you're there's something off balance with what you're not putting in from the outer um, on that so the journey of self-discovery the journey of love um, in all the ways that you know it to uh, from your books the stress less achieve more simple ways to turn pressure into a positive force in your life uh, you you do have that whole like balance zen where it's like how do you get to the keys of the self-love from the daydreaming and the stress relieving and the uh, like getting to achieve more from being able to be inside of yourself to love yourself yeah i see self-love as combined with um like there are certain components like self-care uh -huh. self-compassion, self-acceptance, self-value, self-trust, and self-empowerment. So if you take the first one, self-care, you know, what I say to people in business is don't book yourself for every hour. Give yourself white space in between meetings. You know, where you can just don't do emails. You just come back to yourself and take some breaths or, you know, meditate a little bit or sit and think about what just went on in the day or what you have to do. You know, self-care. Um, being able to, uh, when you walk home at night, you know, before you open the door and the kids come at you, mommy, 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 or whatever, you know, mm -hmm. that you have a deal with them. Teach them about self-care, too, where everybody goes into their bedrooms and sits there for 10 minutes and just relaxes. There's lots of there's lots of things that you can do in terms of self care. You know, to and it, it's you know if you, I mean obviously great if you can get to the gym if you do yoga if you do all those kind of stuff. You know, have enough sleep. All of that stuff is really important for self care. Yeah. It's also though about um, giving yourself a little extra time to just come in and watch the clouds. You know, to. Uh, to honor what you're feeling, to recognize the gratitude in your life, yeah. you know, those kind of things. Yeah. You know, and self-compassion. I mean, I can't tell you how many people, if they mess up, they just go on this tyrant in their head. Oh, yeah, I'm so stupid. I always do that. And I blah, 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 blah. And they negative, negative, negative. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that just brings them down. So what I say to them is, you know, part of, self-compassion and self-love is to begin to talk to yourself like a loving mother would. A loving mother wouldn't say, you're so stupid. A loving mother would say, it's okay, honey. You know, yeah, 
You tried. It didn't work the way you wanted. But now you know more. So now you're going to do better. Mm -hmm. I believe in you. I love that. I love that analogy. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, now that I think about it, that's what I have to do. I want to beat myself up and say, you know what, Lex, you could have did this better and you should have did this. And, and then I'm thinking that voice comes in and it says, what have I taught you? Like, what, what ha where have you come and ha where have you been? You know, where have you came from to sit there and talk to yourself so down? And it's not going to make the situation better. It just made me more angrier at myself. And I was like, no, it's just going in the same spiral loop and i always tell them there's a difference between lex and there's different between the goddess and i let them know yeah. when that when that spirit of intuition came to me to write the words down on those pages that i did i was learning from what was working through me to write exactly the energy that i had understood and i'm i tell people now i'm like oh i feel like you guys are trying to humanize me and they went what do you mean you're a human i said yeah there's blood in this flesh but i'm like but where i came from my energy was so strong i literally was affecting electricity around me and my family my friends start seeing it and they were kind of getting out their chairs like hey what are you powder the movie and i'm like no my energy was so the frequency in me was just so high like it was so high that i didn't even it felt like I was walking on air. Like, it, that's how I felt. And I have to remember, and we all have to remember how to gravitate to exactly what that is. I need to check out, you know, stress less, achieve more. That's what I, <laughs> that's on my to-do list, highly on my to-do list, because at the same time, it will help so much. I mean... Just, you know, what I know, too, is like, I, I mean, I'm not much of an electrician or anything, but, <laughs> you know, what I know is that you have to ground your wires or else they short out. So when the vibration is really high, you need to have that ground. If you don't, it's not quite right. You mm. might feel high, you might feel good, you might feel wow, but, but it's harder to function. You wanna be in a more of a neutral place with mm. that amount of energy so that you are the channel of service of it. So don't 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 run away from what it's trying to do. It's trying to basically direct you in a better path when that energy That's comes right. through. Okay. So that, so it's it's definitely the pre I like the way you broke down the pressure and the stress itself, like how different they are. It's that's I mean, it's a big mind opener to all those and all of us. Like just from this whole segment alone, it's like, man, like my mind is like the matrix right now. And I'm thinking, I'm like, wow, let me start really evaluating things at a as a zinner level, you know, because some people will zone in so quick they're just like overstressing the point of not stressing. But I look at that and I'm like, man, that's a whole nother level to being able to achieve that as well. So is there anything that you want to broadcast in your message, even though it's 10,000 times profound already, but I'm just saying, is there anything you want to leave off with the listeners um, just so they have that note from you itself? Um, that if they are going through a period in their life where they're stressed, maybe, you know, they're out of work or their relationship isn't working or they have a problem with an associate whatever the issue is that they're facing to recognize that you number one only get the amount of energy that you could handle number two there is a gift in it it might feel awful it might be like oh this sucks you know yeah. i don't want to be here <laughs> if you just hang with it and get out of your head don't tell stories about it but just follow the clues of what is going on in your life it will lead you to a place that's better yeah all over the board 
just hang, have a little faith, hang with it, open, open to the energy, say yes to it, and follow it, and it will take you to a better version of yourself. Yeah. Like, um, I was, I go for some of the things about the caterpillar. People always say I talk in parables, but it's not. I mean, if it does, it does help people understand a little bit different. I tell them, like, someone kept saying, you know, I'm ready to fly. I'm just ready to get over this already. I'm like, no, you're not because you obviously know that you're still the caterpillar in the cocoon. You know, you still have to go through that whole stage and you can't have anyone taking that, that layer off of you or you're like a butterfly's wings never grow strong enough from the fight and the struggle of being able to break through that skin. So I was like, yeah. you know, some of that feeling it too. I'm, I'm just happy and appreciative you gave that to us. And I can't wait. Angela and I can't wait. Tony is sitting there thumbs up and <laughs> giving a thumbs up as well over being able to check out this. And the information for everyone out there who is tuning in right now, whether later, before, whatever it might be, you can learn more about um, Amy Bernstein's work, www.openmindadventures.com, as well as www.stress less achieve more.com we will have all of her information and her insights and just different things you can check out on the blog spot that's at real double dose channel dot blogspot.com don't forget that and all of the frequencies of the stations you can also reach out to us at yandex.com if you for some reason have trouble navigating the blog spot which we think you're okay so you can learn more about this we hope and we know that it's resonating with some wonderful individual someone who's going through it right now someone who needs more guidance in this direct aspect of self and in my greatest opi factual opinion i know that amy bernstein has done more than enough just on here but i can only imagine how much more deeper you can go so i just want to say be the change feel the passion and embrace the power of the spirit just remember your your you know magnificent beings in all ways that you go uh thank you amy for being on here with us yes i'd like to make an offer to your to your listeners yeah go ahead and that if anyone wants to contact me through my website and is in need of coaching i will give you a 20 percent discount oh, if you wow. contact me within the next month also if any of you are interested in this work beyond my book I am now creating an online training program. So let me know if you're interested, and I will um, inform you when it's ready to uh, be put out there in the world, because I'm just working on it now. Amazing. Hey, that is what you call a good deal, everyone. Did you hear that? 20%, and on top of that, you get a chance to have that direct access to what's going to be going on and unraveling. Okay, so just make sure you guys get a hold of it, and, and don't don't be hesitant, and don't be shy, because some people are scared to just admit what's going on in their life, because they think they have to be the control freak of the year. I Trust me, I know. But at the same time, it's, it's easier to let the, the stress go, and understand where the pressure comes in to help all of us in our life. So thank you for that offer for all the listeners, Amy. That was amazing. So we get that oh, offer yeah. too. Yay! <laughs> We're excited. Oh man, Angela's going to be completely stoked when she hears that. I mean, she's getting her little whole momentum built up right now. I can already tell. We're, we're seekers of knowledge and wisdom and we love to apply it to our lives and that's something that is great. So thank you again, Amy. We love you, RDC family, and thank you for downloading, tuning in, your live listens. Whatever you do, it's amazing to us. Um, and we'll have that information at realdoubledosechannel.blogspot.com and as well as make sure you reach out to www.stresslessachievemore.com contact Amy and whatever you have to do and we'll be back with you very 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 soon